EJ's Podcast. Let's go. Welcome once again to EJ's Podcast. Finally, we are on audio outlets. Uh, this is our first episode on the audio uh, outlets. Um, we previously have uh, recorded nine episodes on YouTube, but it's a new journey. So I just want to welcome each and every one of you. Uh, follow us, like us, support us, and join the conversation. All right. Uh, here with Rebecca. Um, tell me what you've been up to. Well, um, last autumn, I moved back to Olu from Uvascular. Nice. Because I was studying there to become a practical nurse. Uh-huh. So I got this wonderful job from Tervestalo. Oh, yeah. It's a private health center in, in center, <laughs> in the center of Olu. And yeah. um, I, I really have to say, I, I really feel like it was a great blessing from God because um, I have never had such good managers, amazing colleagues, oh, wow. wonderful customers. Like every day, I thank God for that place. I was it's surprised just the amazing. last time when I walked in and, and you were by the counter. I was like, what's that, you know? <laughs> yeah, and I could barely recognize you because yeah, of all these masks yeah, and winter clothes. I was really surprised and... when I saw you. It was, it, was nice to, it was nice to see you. You, on the other hand, uh, Suze, I haven't seen you in probably two years now. I think the last time I saw you. What have you been up to? Well, I've been hiding from society. <laughs> <laughs> I've been basically, well, I moved to the game industry, so yeah. I've been just working from home, and that's nice. what I've been up to. Yeah, and I think your your gaming world is probably booming right now because you guys, um, people are home bored, they're playing a lot of video games and stuff like that, so yeah. I think your market is pretty hot at the moment. Yeah, it, it's actually one of the fortunate fields, let's say. <laughs> fortunate. How about yours? Like, do you? I mean, have you? Has it been a lot more busier at at the hospital lately, or less less busy? Mm, well, you know, it's summertime now, so most of our doctors are on holiday. Oh yeah, everyone so, is on holiday. This and time people of the year. are, you know, children are not going to school. Yeah. The parents are, you know, enjoying the holiday with their kids. Sure. So basically, um, it's pretty quiet. But you know. August is coming, yes. so we can see how people are coming back and they want to see the doctor and everything. So, before okay. we start, is it true that we might go on another lockdown? Um, from I think ex, the government an expert point of view. <laughs> well, I'm not a politician, you yeah, know. Yeah, but you know, from the health healthcare standpoint yeah. of view. Well, um, we can see how the cases are growing. Yeah. Uh, this morning, I think one of my colleagues said today uh, it was 750-something cases in Finland. Oof. So we're growing. That's... And what really annoys, is, annoys me is that, um, you know, people have been traveling, mm. you know, when since the, Olymp the Olympics started yeah, and yeah, the football open. matches and all it's that. So um, governments have been too free yeah, with traveling. They, they let uh, people go around, that's true. And one thing I really want to point out to people is that even though you have been vaccinated, yes. even with both vaccinations, that doesn't mean you cannot get the virus or you cannot transfer the virus to somebody else. It only prevents you from getting such like severe yeah. symptoms. Okay. So what we really have to do now to prevent this thing, to end this thing, yeah. is don't travel abroad unless mm. maybe you have to go there to work. You get. Do you do you? I mean, has this affected you anyway? You know, you've been in in the gaming world. Of course, you're working from home now. Has the whole lockdown, the whole corona thing, has it affected you in any way? Well, in a sense, yes. Because well, I'm used to spend lots of time indoors. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. first of all, I couldn't visit my family in all this time, yeah, so but, that's yeah, affected. Yeah. But in a sense, also like the capacity to just go outside and mm. take some fresh air, like. 
it's not that I cannot because actually, fortunately, in Finland you could go outside yeah. a little bit more yeah. with with like being careful. Yeah, with so. protection. Yeah. But uh, when you work in this industry, you sometimes just forget to stand up from the chair. <laughs> so. You're just sitting there for hours and hours and yeah. all that. That's true. Uh, but now to the juicy question, to the you know the important part of this conversation. I just wonder, like you know, being women. Um, how has this whole thing, you know, the whole year, the way it's been quiet and all, how has it affected your social life? Let's say dating, for example. Um, well, generally for me, I think everyone can relate to that. Um, you know, we have to really prioritize things in a mm. new way. Mm. Um, even to like when the thing started, you know, when it was really like intense, yeah. like I could barely see my family, mm. you know, because especially like my siblings because they have children and they go yeah, to daycare yeah. you know and they like being there's so many yeah, people yeah, there being responsible and because i work as a nurse mm. i also have to you know make sure that you know i don't get something from the children and take it to my work yeah, to my customers yes. so sometimes it was a bit scary even like really like i'm just locked up in my cave like you said <laughs> and i can't see my friends really i can't see my family just going to work being on my own so sometimes I was kind of like too busy to even think about dating yeah, like that's even out of the picture because you know we just have to focus on like staying alive surviving yeah, I, these things I, I get what you mean but I mean you know being someone who's single or you know a young lady or young guys um, don't you think that has like a psychological effect on, on people like you know sitting home you know like what what uh, Rebecca just said that you know she tried to stay away doesn't want to bring trouble at home or to her family and all that psychologically doesn't that play you know a major role on your you know your mental state well at the moment I am with someone actually okay. but okay. Uh, we live in different play in different houses okay and it's been it's been kind of weird sometimes because you have times that you are like okay let's let's not visit each other and yeah. let's keep some distance and so on so mm. it really feels like you are isolated from people at the same time I am very glad that at the moment with all of the technology we are capable of communicating yeah. through like uh, video yeah, and video through voice yes. I think that that has been very important at least for me to keep uh, chatting with people online online yeah being able to stay connected yes yeah, and. Yeah. It's it's been hard actually to not see people like yeah physically, physically yeah not yeah. only like uh, partners but also mm. like friends and so on they are very, it's a very important thing that we don't really value and when mm. this came it's like it hits you <laughs> that's yeah. true surprisingly uh, speaking of dating I uh, I didn't ask about that before we started but uh, you you're dating you're dating a fan right yes if I may ask uh, now speaking of that that's uh, you know you're dating a foreigner how um, What's your mindset? For example, you, Rebecca, are you open to dating foreigners? And if you're open to dating foreigners, what's your mindset when it comes to like dating outside of your own uh, culture or outside of your own uh, country, for example? You know, what's the mindset behind that? Uh, the reason why I ask is because personally, um, you know, being an African guy, there's always a reason. If, if I end up, for example, with someone who's not from my country, I have to have a reason why, you know, why did you choose to settle with this person? Is it because I live here permanently? Is that the, is that the, you know, is that the person who's nearest to me that I can connect with? Of course, some people don't do long distance relationships. So you might not want to pick someone from your home. But what's the mindset behind that? You know, for people who do not understand, because 
I think especially here when uh, the the mindset or the, the the mentality when they see let's say a local with a foreigner is always really one sided. So uh, for people who might not understand the ideology, what's the mindset behind that? Or what I mean, what makes you uh, what makes it okay for you without caring any care in the world to like listen? I like what I like whether it's a local, whether it's a foreigner. What's your mindset going into those kind of relationships? Well, um, personally, I see everyone as one, mm. you know, like regardless of the color of your skin, yes. where you're from, you know, I think it's really amazing that we're all different, you yes. know, even within Finns, like we're all different, different. <laughs> you know, within Asians, we're all different. Yes. But of course, when it comes to different race, different nationality, mm. it, it changes a lot. But um you know, I'm a very open person. Yes. And if you want to date or you want to try dating um, another person, like from another country, mm. you know, openness is like the most important thing. Very, very important. Um, also, uh, I would say, you know, respect and understanding because mm. there's going to be so much cultural shocks to both of you. Cultural differences. Uh, language barrier, mm. even though you still speak English. Uh, actually, I was talking with her another day how even though we speak English, in her country, the context of a topic or a word even can mean can something totally different, to totally yeah. different than yeah. in my language. Yes. And, you know, we might just have unnecessary fights with mm. my boyfriend just because we're not understanding what we're trying <laughs> to say. And at the end of the day, we just, we'll just be laughing very at each true, other. Very true, very know? true. But uh, I would say that um, because I'm an international person, mm. so for me... I, I really don't care where my boyfriend is from, you know, as mm. long as we have the same values, you know, we, we work as one, yeah. we understand each other and we love each other as we are. So so basically just, you know, being open to whatever. And that's the most important thing. Like you, I think you mentioned something that's very important. You see the person first. Yeah, that's the that's I think that's the main thing. But speaking of culture, uh, Susanna, how I know Spain is a very strong cultural country. They, there's a lot of you guys are into culture, yeah. whether it's uh, eating etiquette, talking, all these things, <laughs> even the dressing and all of those things. What are some of the things that, um, you know, were like tough differences that you had with your partner who was a Finn? And you've been from Spain. What are some of the cultural shocks that you actually experienced in the early part of the relationship? Well, well, the one that uh, Rebecca mentioned. Mm. Uh, one of the main things that makes makes us like having a small argument. Yeah. Normally, it's words. <laughs> so, which see is... how hold, sorry to, yeah. to to before you continue. See how interesting that is. Words like just the difference in the meaning of words yeah. can yeah. create you know like a tension between. But but go on, go on. Yeah. You know how we end our uh, discussions yes. like when we are arguing. The end of our arguments normally is okay. But what did you mean with this word? <laughs> <laughs> and we take our definition from our yeah, mental. From your mind. <laughs> this means this for yeah, me. Yes. And he says this means this for me. And we are like. Ah, okay. okay. So it was nothing. So like it was, I was really thinking. nothing malicious. <laughs> <laughs> and then we are all okay. <laughs> mm. So it's it's basically just uh, mostly miscommunication, sort of. Yes, and it's not about not understanding the language, mm. but it's more about the context, as mm. Rebecca mentioned. Yeah. Uh, most of the th problems that we have is because of that. And I would say that even like with friendships as well here, mm. many times misunderstandings come from that 
different kind of yeah, like interpretation yeah. to certain certain words or certain things that you just yeah think about. because sometimes you believe what the most important thing that i that i got from being abroad mm. and meeting people from different cultures is that the world is not the way you think it is mm. the world has many perspectives <laughs> and you can learn from all of them I, yeah. this is gonna be the headline uh, the, how do you call it the the highlight. keyword the highlight of the conversation the world is not as you think it is. I really like that. Can you exp- do you do you get what that means? Oh yeah. Can you expound on that Rebecca? The world is not cuz uh everyone sees the world from a different sp- perspective. Yeah. Now um if you see the world from a different perspective, it's in your own right to agree or believe that the way you see the world is the right way. Yeah. So how do you now then, um, uh, how do you give room to actually be able to see the world from someone else's uh, eyes and believe that their perspective is correct? Well, I think we will go back to openness. Mm. You know, um, when you're open to, you know, different cultures and different people and their, you know, ideology and the way they think and the way they see life, you know, just open for conversations, mm. you know, not like be threatened by their opinions yeah, and yeah. make everything so serious, like as if you're in a fight. I mean, you guys are just communicating. <laughs> you're just trying to get to know with each other. And like she said, we can all learn mm. from each other. Mm. So, um I think you just have to let people into your life, you know, spend time with them, listen to them, you know, like the way I've been, you know, uh, interacting with Africans, mm. like when I eat your food, I listen to your music, mm. uh, you tell me about your culture. It really helps me so much to understand, you know, the way you see life. Mm. But if I don't get to know with that, like personally, then yeah. I'm, I'm still going to be blind. I'm still not going to understand so many things that only you can mm. see. So... Uh, that's a great answer you gave. Now, uh, Suze, you've been here for a while, right? You know, uh, it's it's natural that people yeah, are a bit more uptight when it comes to like opening their eyes to like foreign things, maybe mm-hmm. foreign cultures or foreign ideologies. Uh, what's the difference with between, say, someone like yourself or Rebecca being open to, you know, meeting people, seeing the world through other people's eyes? What's the difference between you and... Uh, an average or regular Finn, for example, who's like, oh, no, oh, my God, ah, you know, it's going to be the... What do you think is the difference between... Or what, what's missing? Mm. What's you mean missing? what are they missing? Yes, mm. like, you know, you... you pro- I don't know if you made a transition or if it happened overnight for you where you're, you're you know, you're just open to people wherever they are. Likewise, yourself, you've worked with... Numer- I, I, I've actually worked with you and, and I know how you are with everyone. You're very open, you're always happy with people and all of those things. So uh, is this a, was this a transition for you or did it just ho- happen overnight? Let's, let's, let's start with you. I think it's, well, first of all, it's a funny fact because in Spain I'm the shy one. Oh. So, wow. really? Yes. Wow. <laughs> so we come back to perspectives here. <laughs> wow, that's great. But I think that well, I could tell you one thing that because I I like to take from each person that I know mm. like the best I can learn, and I also take what I what I think that I could get from them mm. and what I think that I can give to them. Offer them. Yeah. So for example, one very like clear thing for me with most of the Finnish people, mm. it doesn't mean that it's everyone, mm-hmm. is that, uh, for example, Spanish people, we are very much up to complain about problems, mm. issues, bring them up mm. and talk about them very, very, like... Yeah, intensely. Strongly. Going to the, yes, 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 yes. And Finnish people uh, tend to be more... Uh, 
about thinking it mm. and think about it very well and then maybe talk about yeah, it, it if they decide. Yes, so yes. sometimes one thing is good, sometimes it's the other thing yes. and sometimes it's good to balance. For example, my mom, when I come uh, back home, she mm. tells me, you have changed the way you deal with problems. I've mm. learned so much from Finnish people in that mm. sense. And also I know my my boyfriend tells me many times, like, I've changed the way I, I deal with deal problems. With problems Everybody yeah. changes in that mm. sense. So I would say that that is the biggest difference, that I, like the most important thing that mm. I, I took from, at the moment from yeah, Finnish culture. From that. and, and that's, that's very interesting. So it's like, uh, pick what's best, try to balance it out. What do you think, Rebecca? About that? Yes. Yeah, I think that's really good because, um, you know, some people are really arrogant and proud mm. and they think that, you know, like wherever I go, no matter who I deal with, like I'm perfect the way yeah. I am. And like, well, not necessarily perfect, yeah, but, yeah, but say, like, 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 like so I'm okay highly, with myself. Yeah, yeah so like, like myself. I don't need to change. I think like I have wisdom. So mm. why should I like, you know, start changing my enough, views yeah, or my opinions? Right. Like I don't want to get myself too deep into the yeah. somebody else's mind. You know, that kind of, you know, funny self-defense mm, that is mm, really unnecessary mm. because I think it's just a very short-sighted mindset mm, to think mm. like that. So I think what she said is is really good that you open your mind and you open your eyes to mm. learn new things. Uh, so let's talk about dating now. I actually wrote something <laughs> down that I, you know, that I think is very important. Um, let's talk about how you know the situation in relationship when it comes to relationship you've been from you know from here let's say dating african for example um i think we once had an episode where we we're talking about how we balance relationship especially those who are like with finnish women or foreign women uh now there's a lot of cultural differences uh do you lean more and of course this is also to you because now you're, you're from a totally different culture Do you lean more towards the culture of your partner or do you want them to lean more into your culture or do you guys like find a middle ground? You know, for example, you uh, let's foreigners, uh, uh, Africans, for example, our culture is very, very strong. Yeah, it's thick. And it takes a lot. Like we really don't leave, we don't leave them. We don't leave them at all. Even when we... For someone like myself, I've been here for like how many years and still I'm still engulfed in some of those uh, cultural beliefs and cultural mindset. Mm. How do you deal with that in like relationship, especially with an African? Well, I think the easy and the good thing for me in that dating mm. in African is because um, I like so much, like I like so many things mm. about your culture mm. and I can even like relate to some things like the way you feel about those things mm. and the way I've grown like in love with those things yeah. about your culture. So it's kind of like a part of me as well. Mm. But because I'm still a Finn, you know, there are still some certain some things that... Still. Yeah, like the, 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 <laughs> there are still some things like I'm not gonna give them up, you know, I'm not yeah. gonna, I'm not gonna like bend myself to please anyone, you know, like I'm still me, like mm. I have my identity as a Finnish person. Mm. So I think middle ground is really good but i think for me and an african it's easier for me to do maybe like 60% because i'm already like uh, leaning you know leaning yeah. like i love it and i mm. like it and it's just natural for me let mm. me put it that way to, to but i think it. if it was someone that is not really you know that into the mm. african culture like a finnish yeah. you know lady mm. um she might struggle a bit more they, uh, because sure they do because she, she's going to see whose partners or girlfriends or whatever they are uh, struggle a lot with uh, with the culture 
especially when it you know when it gets to the point where they're raising children together it becomes a really really a really big problem yeah. you know with how do they you know a bit harsher back mm-hmm. at home bit of a stern kind of uh, personality on the kids and all those yeah. impacting into the kids but here it seems that you know things are a bit more Free. easier lenient yeah. and stuff like that but what about you uh Suze? how how do you balance you know Uh, the whole culture thing, you know, I know the Finnish culture is very different, even though you've been here for a while. I'm sure there's still some of your cultures that you you not letting go. The food. Wait, what do you do about that though? Do you make your own meals and how does your boyfriend I, feel about I'm that? I'm Mediterraneanizing my boyfriend. <laughs> oh my lord. <laughs> Because I am the one that cooks. It. Yeah. But at mm. the same time, I went to his parents' place mm. and I'm taking a whole book of recipes from Finnish culture. Oh, Rieska, wow. Finnish mm. people around. That is the best thing I found. It's nice, amazing. Nice, nice. So I like to mix the things. I also like to introduce things to my family. Yes. I think it's it's about the balance, but yes, some things take some time. So, like, so, so yeah. really get in. Yes. Mm. I know, for example, when I take my boyfriend, talking about the food, mm. it's a very easy topic yes, to talk yes. about. Uh, I take him there and, for example, maybe we eat like seafood. Mm. And seafood is something that, at least for him, is shocking. Like mm, you get the not, shells yeah, all and those stuff things, like yeah, that. Yeah, they're not really into and it. And they are just like... So it's kind of difficult. And, for example, when I go there, I remember there was this dish. It was kalakukko. Uh-huh. Okay. They put me that and and I was like, okay, it looks uh, like a bit funny because it looks a bit funny, but yeah. it's it's just about being, okay, let's just try it let's and just, let's yeah. just go for it. But yeah, I think that the food is something that I am still saying because mainly because my boyfriend doesn't care about the food, but I think he that is his personal thing. Mm. He's more like not valuing it that yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, okay. <laughs> Although when I make cake, he, he likes He likes yeah. the cake. Yeah, I think uh, everyone here, everyone here loves cake. Yeah. I think everyone here loves cake. Yeah. Um, Um, so let's let's talk about dating again. Mm-hmm. Uh, how does a typical if you meet a because I'm trying to understand do we you know as African guys do we woo women here like when I say woo do you go after a woman here the same way we go after women maybe back at home or a woman from our own place or is it different? How does a typical first date go with like an African guy? Um, well, I think a lot of sugary talk. Uh, no, I don't. I don't like that. One. See, personally, like I'm not really that romantic person. Okay. Like every woman is romantic. Okay, yeah. that that's like a fact. But you know, there are some women that are like really they go deep with it. Like mm, they're really cliche. The way, yeah, yeah, like yeah. you know, eating pizza under mm. the moonlight and having like <laughs> like like that. That's just so like I, it. It makes me sick, kind of, because it's like it's it's like from a commercial. Oh, it's actually uh, yeah. one pizza commercial like that. And I was like, and I was is like, oh lord, like like that's not me, you mm. know. Like I'm a very simple person, and yeah. I think I can speak for a lot of Finns when I say this. Even Finnish women, we're mm. very simple, mm. and you know I've noticed like how um, Africans and mm. well, I'm mostly known Nigerian, yeah. so I've noticed like you guys really like to pamper your women with oh, gifts. Oh yeah, we we start we start heavy. Yeah, and <laughs> like you call it toasting, right? You yeah, really yeah, like toasting. To toast. yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, you want to make a good like, impression. Exactly. Everybody loves those gifts and everything. Mm. But I think for us Finnish ladies, you know, it gets to a point that when the gifts are too much and the the love and the attention is too much, mm. you start feeling like that guy is fake. Like he's fishy. Mm. Like maybe he's trying to get something and once he gets it, he's, he's going to run. He's out. Yeah. Mm. So I think for me, um, you know, I just want a simple date. So you see, what you're saying now is one of the 
biggest cultural difference that we have. Uh, you just say, okay, women here are simple and a show of too much affection from the onset kind yeah. of kind of suspect, right? Yeah. It shows like you're actually looking for something. Yeah. Meanwhile, on the other hand, if you, let's say in Nigeria, for example, if you, you know, want to date somebody, the first impression is the most important. It doesn't matter what you do six months from that. But she remembers like, oh, this guy, the first day he took me out to the best restaurant. Like he he brought me these, he brought me that. So that's another cultural difference that is, yeah. you know, very important that maybe the guys here should understand because we, well, I have a few friends here who go out and I'm sure they go heavy when they try to date people. Uh, but Suze, what about you? What's, um, you know, when... Maybe around the time that you guys started dating mm -hmm. or wanted to start dating, how was it? The, did it happen the typical Spanish way or was the Finnish way? Or how did, you know, how did that chemistry come about? Well, I initiated. Okay. So it was kind of like the Finnish way, let's say. Uh, okay, <laughs> please, before you go. See, this is another thing that is a big difference. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of African, I, let me not say every, all, but most African women no matter how much in love they are with you, they will never initiate this kind of things. So this is one difference that you could tell, that, yeah. you know, that's one of the big differences. Yes. And that's why you see a lot of guys here, they find it easier going into relationship with a lot of women here mm -hmm. because it feels as though it doesn't take that much hard work. Yeah. Back at home, for you to have like a really, like for you to slide, uh, be with someone that you really like, it takes a lot of work. Because she will torment you for, like, she will make you go back and forth. So it's actually soothing and really, uh, really nice to hear that you saw the guy, you liked him, and then you initiated it. But go on. Well, uh, it's actually not something that common in Spain. Mm. I, For example, I know the experience from my brother. Mm. And my brother was telling me the stories about he didn't dare to tell the girl. And the girl was kind of waiting. <laughs> but I'm not... <laughs> I'm a bit of a weirdo yeah, yeah. in that sense, so I'm just like, I'm just going to go for it. You're not, you're not ready to wait at all. <laughs> it's more like, hey, I have it clear. This is a nice guy. I'm mm. going to try this yeah. out. But I think that the pressure came... Actually, we had some conversations mm. with my boyfriend. Mm. And I think we had both a, like a mindset at the beginning of thinking of the other culture too much. Yes. So, for example, he was having lots of pressure in, in the one of the first things that he was telling me is like, hey... I, I am like uh, I am not that kind of guy that is gonna be going around taking you places, but yeah, yeah. I still I I love you, I and I'm yeah, like, yeah. hey, no worries, Don't worry, I am I'm not fine like that, that kind of girl. I'm just what I need. Yeah, yeah. So it was more about I was also feeling like okay, I don't know how how he's gonna be because mm. Finns are very for like inside and mm. we are very much for example of expressing hey I love you, express, you or yeah, more. and so on and so forth even sometimes I get, I've been getting at the beginning frustrated with mm. that because he may not ask me as much as I would expect mm. like how are you doing or mm. stuff like that mm. but now I understand that uh, it's more valuable what he does which is basically he is there mm. and he actually asks me when he is there and he helps mm. me and it's not that much about the words but it's more yeah. about more the actions, actions. Yeah. So, and that's exactly. what the ladies want to so see so now this is the difference with maybe us yeah. and the guys here yeah. it's that we we focus more on the action yeah. uh, sorry on the, the, words, the words than the action because yeah. yeah, <laughs> we, we, we have this uh, assumption or let me say assumption though women really they, they like to hear sweet things they mm. like to hear nice things yeah. so instead of me being actually nice to you like in reality, I mm. could say all the nicest things to you, yeah. and then you're waiting for the action. Like, okay, 
is he gonna actually do what he yeah, said? Yeah, exactly. And then it doesn't work. Exactly. But what about you? What's uh, how has the you know have you ever have you have you ever been at a point where you initiated uh, uh you know a relationship or kind of be the first to actually push onto a guy? Uh, yeah, I, I've done that. Uh, but uh, I'll still do it in a very like subtle way. Mm. So that, you know, because nobody wants to look desperate, no matter how much you like the person. Because, mm. you know, sometimes, especially when I was really young, you know, like maybe you have liked someone for like many years, yeah. you know, you're in the yeah. same school yeah. or, or you're in the same uh, working place or yes. something. And you have just been like checking out this person, but you have not really like approached them yet. Mm. But, you know, there's a time that some other women will come and yes, you know and see they, the guy <laughs> and then you're gonna be like man i gotta do something but but still because you're a lady and you respect yourself and you still don't want to get hurt you mm. don't want to take too many risks you yeah. don't want to embarrass yourself yeah so you just keep calm and you just you know maybe i think what people generally do we try to look for excuses how mm. to approach the person True. especially if you're working together or mm. something like hey or you're studying together yeah, you know yeah, this typical yeah. oh you know i need your help with this thing i was just wondering if you could help me uh, I think I've, I've, I've been looking I've been checking on you and I can see you're really good at this subject or yes. good at this whatever thing so maybe you could help me with that and you know from there you try you, to you get to know get the person it, yeah. Yeah, yeah you try to build yeah. it from there so. <laughs> actually I can add your story on that mm. a bit more in detail how yes. the whole process was it's basically like we were like three years uh, before like being friends and so on mm. and this is the Spanish way of seeing the thing the only way that I managed to tell him something is because a friend, actually from Spain, from my same area, mm. told me one day, you are not brave enough to tell him right now. If you don't tell him, I tell him. That's what he told <laughs> Oh, my. So I had to go. So you didn't want him to hear it from a third yes, party. Yes, I was like, I'm going to... Okay, let me tell him real quick before he hears it <laughs> from someone else. Wow. But uh. from the... From my boyfriend's perspective mm. was the other way. He was like, well, I was just taking it very easy. easy. Yeah, and yeah, I was trying not like, to go too fast. Yes. Yeah. And waiting, maybe if you tell me something. And I was like, and I was kind of waiting as well. So everybody's yeah. waiting. <laughs> oh, I, I know that feeling too well. <laughs> oh, man. That's kind of, I, I mean, it must feel nice for a guy. Because that, maybe that's one of the things that we hardly experienced as African guys. Well, maybe here it's a little different from for the guys who live here. They maybe get, you know, women throw themselves every now and then because they're straight to the point. They wait mm. for you, don't do it, they will mm. come to you. But back at home, I think it's like, it's a bit more of like, if he wants it, he will come come get it kind of mentality which which is, uh, i don't really like it personally because i think when i was younger i was a bit shy mm. so even when i liked someone i would always just hope for an opportunity like for us to like cross size and there'll be a chance to say something uh but what's you know that actually leads to the next question what's the difference between uh for you rebecca between dating uh finn and an African guy, for example. Well, I'm going to have to disappoint you with this because I've never dated a Finn. <laughs> Holy cow! No yeah, way! I'm never, really? Yeah, I've never dated a Finn. Ever? No, never. <laughs> Can you believe that? Like, I've, I've, no? had, I've had Finnish crushes, definitely, like when I was young, you know, teenager and stuff no, like No, seriously? That. Yeah, like never a serious relationship, never. Holy moly! Like, how did that happen? <laughs> I think oh, that's just. Oh man, you made a hard transition, like straight to the. Oh my goodness! Wow. How? But how? How? You know, like it's not like I've not tried because I really tried. Um, because you know, like I said, I'm an open person, so I know there's a lot of nice Finnish guys. Yeah. But I think because I'm very different from a typical Finnish lady, mm. so 
because you know this is not just like assumption because yeah. i've actually asked them later mm. on like okay why did you get cold feet why did you not you why know, didn't you come yeah yeah why yeah. did you come like maybe we we, we you know we had uh, we were supposed to have a date and mm. the guy didn't show up or or, <laughs> or like um we were just supposed to do something like just hang around or talk and the guy just got cold feet so when i used to ask them they were like i think you're just like too different from me hmm. or you're like too uh how do they say like too forward hmm. because i'm the kind of person that i express my feelings like i tell you the truth straight hmm. um i'm a talkative person hmm. i'm a colorful person things like that and that's not really a typical thing so i think for, so is it more of like intimidated by by your personality yeah i, I think like it, it's a bit too much for them they don't maybe know how to handle it hmm. you know they might like me as a person they might say oh you're a nice girl you're funny you're kind everything but when it actually you know comes to a serious yeah. relationship they're like i don't think this is gonna work so they back off and <laughs> i also feel like um well of course i'm not met all the finnish guys yeah, so yeah, i can only yeah, talk for the few the ones that, that yeah, yeah but what i can say generally is like um i think we, we, we're just too different mm. we're just too different and they, they were not ready for what i was ready for are you open to that in the future Yes, of course. I mean, you know, if we're on the same level with, you know, morals and lifestyle and things like that, if our hearts connect, it'll take. Then, a, it'll take. A I think. It, I personally <laughs> think it'll take a Finnish guy who's lived in Nigeria and Africa for like ten yeah, years maybe. to be able to sweep you off your feet. Because you're you're well, you're like far ahead mentally and uh, with the things that you know and believe and the things that you're you're into. Mm. So, well, you never say never. But what yeah. about you, uh, Suze? Um, what's the difference between dating? a Finnish guy and a Spanish guy for example because I think it's like one thing is very fascinating of course there is an African dating a, a Finnish uh, person for example but then when you cross it over like Spain and Finn, it's like there's a bit I, I mean correct me if I'm wrong because I, I have a few Spanish it's really very contrast you know Spanish people are very like uh, well you know outly spoken like they stand on their ground they know you know so what's the difference between uh, dating a, a Finn and a, a Spanish guy for example well to be honest I have not seriously dated any Spanish <laughs> oh my goodness somebody come get all these foreign dating women out of here oh my lord no way seriously oh my I, I was too protective, I guess. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> She's never there. <laughs> I think we have an issue. I had to do it myself. That's the reason. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, so you never really, did, like, seriously dated a, a, a Spanish guy? No, before. not really. God, oh, man. This is really interesting. Yeah. I think it's because also, like, I am shy for for a Spanish person in mm. general, and I am not that uh, because Spanish culture is very much about not not in a relationship wise, mm. but just by the culture, it's a very touchy culture. Mm. We we do the two kisses. Yeah, we yeah, touchy feely. Yeah, exactly. yeah, very touchy feely. And I am kind of shy mm. about that. I am uh, maybe a bit more used to it that, for example, Finnish people are, mm. but I'm still quite reserved still for reserved, that. Yeah, so. Yeah. Probably I've been looking very distant for many people and very like, do not approach. <laughs> don't, even, don't even come close. <laughs> yes. You're too social for my life. <laughs> oh my god. That's wow. that's really that's really interesting to hear because I I damn I have I ever met anyone who's never dated someone from their own place? No. 
Well, I think it's rare, to be honest. It has. I'm sure it's rare. It has to be rare because. Yeah. That's why we are friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I know, well, right? that, now you can see why the chemistry yeah. and the connection is there. Right? But um, do you think it would be easy for you now to 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 go to you know? Well, you have a good situation going on. So I will not direct that question. Let, <laughs> let's not put any negativity yeah, on it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, to you, Rabes. I mean. In a case that you find yourself, you know, maybe with a fin, mm. do you think you'd be totally happy? Yeah, like I said, if all the pieces, you know, fall in place, like if they fit, then it's not a problem because it's really not about um, the race or the, the culture. But like you said, I think for someone like me, especially after, you know, dating Nigerians and, mm. you know, interacting with Africans and foreigners in general, you know, having friends and, you know, just like adopting so many different cultures mm. to me. Um, definitely, if 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 the person that I dated was a Finn, you know, he would also have to be very international mm. and very open. And yeah, like, yeah. you know, he would have also had to adopt some other culture so that mm. we could understand each other and like share the same passion, yeah. you know. Yeah. But it, it's possible. Anything is possible, you know. Fingers not crossed for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hope you end up with a Aww. black somebody who's darker than myself from my country. That would be great. That's another win for us. But uh, uh, in all honesty, um, I wanna. I actually had it behind in, at the back of my mind to ask you guys this. You know, being uh, I don't know what the culture is um, in Spain when it comes to like money and like uh, you don't live together in the same household. As no, you. we don't. But in the case that you do, do you believe in uh, a split in the bill fifty fifty with your partner? It's a finished thing. Yeah. But now, I don't know if you've dealt with anyone who believes different. For us, we don't really we don't really believe in that. Mm. Maybe some of us are adopting that those things now mm. because we live here and, you know, with the way that everything is being, uh, you know, uh, systemized and all that, mm. it might work better that way. But what do you think about that? Going halfway with your partner in everything. Well, I think um, it doesn't really work like... If I have some things I want to buy for myself, mm. like really just for myself, like I think I'm going to save for it because, of course, if it's something that we need together, then we can think about splitting it. Mm. But I think it's not even fair, like even though he's my guy, to go and tell him like, oh, I just want to buy a bunch of clothes. Can mm -hmm. you give me? Because I feel like I'm going to take advantage of him because, you know, we both are like working mm. We're doing our own work. We're getting our own money. And yeah, we're together. So definitely we're going to share some things. But I think some personal investments and personal things you want to get, like you should get them yourself. And you, So you still would like that liberty to be able to do that? Yeah. What even if what if the partner doesn't concur with that? How do you how do you balance situation like that? I'm asking you this. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm asking you ladies this because it's something that is very... Uh, Uh, that is happening even with some of the people that we know right now mm. like some of the people who are with you know foreigners maybe mm. uh, an african person with a it's always a problem balancing the when it comes to financial situations yeah. you just said now you still want to maintain the liberty of being able to do some other things that you want to do with your money mm. uh we grew up with the mindset that okay the guy is the provider you're supposed mm. to provide you're supposed mm. to so We somehow want to take over the whole financial situation in the house. Yeah. I've seen situations where people actually divorce because of situations like that. Yeah. But what do you think, uh, Suze, about that? Well, I, I kind of... But before even... Sorry, yeah. before you go on, is it the same thing in Spain? Because uh, I don't know how the whole thing is I think that, uh, well, 
way back before when okay. it was more traditional than the the husband was working and the and the wife was basically taking care of the house in that mm. case the main economy was ca- coming from that person mm. because of that reason yeah but i think that nowadays at least in spain m- most of the people both people work mm. uh, and i agree with that that like people have to t- be able to sustain themselves mm. but uh, also as well like i would like to For example, if somebody has a problem, we are two uh, in a relationship. To, yeah. So I wouldn't like to receive, uh, I'm not going to help you, for example, mm. from my from my partner, because mm. I would feel like I'm going to give everything for that person. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So I'm expecting to the person to also help me. Of course, I'm not going to ask the person, hey, buy me that jacket. That. <laughs> yeah. But for yeah. example, if I'm... I'm out of job mm. or something like that. You I need some financial help and stuff. Yeah, like I that. might expect some help mm. from the person. Of course, yeah. I'm gonna try myself the best to get a job yeah. and like compensate that yes. back. Yes. But of course, I would expect some kind of unit on that. Mm. Yeah. I, I I like that aspect. So <laughs> it's a lot of things that we, you know, I think we need to learn, especially you know those those of us that live here. Mm. Uh, when it comes to d- some of these small things that we're discussing, before we start rounding up, I would like to really ask this: Do you uh, are you supposed to if let's say a guy now a foreigner, whether Nigerian, wherever whoever he is, African, non-African, if they to marry you, mm. they want, would like to marry you. Uh, is the consent from your parent is it inf- important to you and is it mandatory, which means compulsory? Um, I think it's really important because um, is that a Finnish uh, culture thing or it's a personal thing to you? Because I've asked mm. a few people who are friends of mine. Uh, there was actually a guy who who um, married this girl without informing the parents. She just told them that hey, mm. they knew they were dating, yeah. of course, and they just told them okay, we're getting married, and they they supported even without permission, like uh, like. You just go there. We usually would go and ask. Yeah, ask for directly the hand for and permission. Do so many things. Mm. Yeah. I don't know how it is in Spain, but I, I wonder: is that a personal thing or is it a Finnish thing? Uh, well, I think if I talk generally for Finns, um, they care about it, but mm. it's not compulsory. It, okay. it it's not like like okay, if my mom and dad would say no, then it's not gonna happen. Mm. No, because here, uh, like since we're children, mm. you know, since we get to our like teens, 16, 17, mm. our parents raise us to be very independent. Yeah. I mean, F- Finnish people, they move out when they're like 18 and mm. that doesn't really happen in Spain or for example, in Nigeria and yeah. so, in so many countries. So it's like w- once it comes to your own life, your personal life, your relationships, your friends, you know, it's up to you. Mm. And most times even though the parents might not agree with the relationship they're still going to respect your choices yeah, yeah. and your decisions um i think what really matters the most is your own relationship with your parents mm. for example me i have very you know close bond to my parents, parents. i'm their only like child mm. i'm their youngest child mm. so it really matters to mm. them and it matters to me because you know by god's grace i'm going to have gra- like children mm. And they will be their grandchildren, yeah. and I would want my children to have a great relationship with my parents. With them, yeah. But if my parents don't, you know, accept my husband, then it's really going to be an issue, and mm. it's going to affect all of us. Mm. You know, so for me personally, it really matters a lot that they get that permission. Yeah. How mm. How is it in Spain, Sue? Is it uh, Is it a thing that you Is it compulsory to get that permission, or not? And how do you personally? What would What would be the better way uh, to go about it? I think it's not compulsory thing okay. either. It's very similar to here in Finland. It's more about the relationship you have with your parents. Mm. Like, for example, in my case, uh, I know that if 
I don't at least introduce the person in to my parents. Mm. It's kind of I feel it a bit bad for yeah, myself because yeah. it's like I also value, for example, a lot the well. We are very strong family society, mm -hmm. and I value, for example, very much the opinion of my mom mm. as a as a woman. Yes, yes. In what does she think yeah, about my relationship, and, and, and or as my like dad, that. for example, what does he think? Mm. Of course, if I am completely confident that yeah. it, that's the person and mm. that is it, I don't think that. In my case, personally, mm. my parents would tell me no mm -hmm. because even if they don't like the person because they care about my happiness yes, mainly. Yes. But of course, I care about their opinion because I want to take the right decision mm. and they are more experienced. So in sure. Spain, I think we take... If you have a good relationship with your parents, it's more about that you take uh, advice from your from parents mm. a lot, very mm. heavy on you. Mm. So. Uh, so it's more of an advice. So see, this another... Uh, we've actually highlighted like six or seven differences in culture that would never happen in Africa. Well, I can't say all Africa because I don't know. Yeah. Some countries might be different. But West Africa, for example, I can speak of. You can never take somebody's daughter without... Or even a guy cannot marry without the consent like his parents have to approve mm. the girl's parents have to approve <laughs> yeah. and one yeah. disapproval from one either part of the family it's it's the end if you go against that you're actually getting married on your own yeah and to be very honest with you guys uh that actually affects a lot of relationships a lot of homes because uh there are people who eventually uh, um uh just go rogue and say listen whether you like it or not I'm still going to end up with this but what eventually happens with those situations is that they move far away from their parents so they don't have that like the parental support that you talk about like advices on how to go yeah. because you know mm -hmm. somebody who's dating or in in an early marriage you'll have problems where mm -hmm. you need like oh mom oh dad listen when we were with mom what happened like how did you yeah. she's driving me crazy yeah, what should i do he'll be like oh, listen i've been with your mother 30 years it's okay it's normal and you feel good about it yeah so that also is some of the things that we suffer as like you know africans both the women and the men in fact, the women most most times, because a lot of women, once they point out the guy and say, hey, even before the guy goes to ask for, you know, permission, the parents are like, look at him. Why is his hair <laughs> that long? Why his legs so short? You know, oh, like, why man. is he, they, you know, they find some, maybe they, they, they envision their daughter to be with someone else. Yeah. So we have that kind of, a, that kind of problem where the parents always want to be ahead of the whole situation where they would decide like, hey, yeah. mm. he's a doctor, he's a lawyer, exactly. he's, yeah. uh, you know, his future is bright and all of those things. Whereas a casual dressed guy like, like why does he look like he's homeless? <laughs> you know, stop like that. So uh, these are some of the differences that we have. And that's why most guys, even when they're, uh, when we migrate here, for example, we move here, people settle down quite quicker because there's not, they don't have that pressure of like, oh, why, who are you picking? Who is, you know what yeah, I mean? So they yeah. like start a family almost right away. Um, I wanted to ask something else, but I forgot. I wanted to ask, add a comment there because yes. something yeah. popped in my mind that is at least important. I know a lot of cases in mm. Spain. Mm. The siblings, the siblings' opinion is so important. Very strong. It, mainly if you have a big brother, mm. big brother is going to be, I have a big brother, <laughs> it's going to be so protective. It's mm. going to challenge your boyfriend. Oh, it's yeah. going to say, what are you up to? More wow, than so your the, dad. So the siblings have a <laughs> yes. stronger power when it comes to things like yes, that. Yes, yes. I How? mean, <laughs> in the end, yeah, it's your yeah, decision. Of course, but, but they still have like a strong opinion about yeah, it. Yeah, the ah. person I care, I was more concerned about if his was going to be... Was well, your brother. It's my brother. It's like, <laughs> is he going to challenge oh him too much? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Is does that happen here? Do they have like if you have a brother? I, I don't. I think everyone here is like so mellow about everything. You just introduce them and that's it. Yeah. Well, of course, if they see something fishy, they will tell you, but not straight to the guy's face. You know. Mm. You know, fish, fish, they, they, know they know how to give you a very like this natural smile. Mm. Like they like you because they don't want to you know they don't cause wanna, any trauma. Yeah, sure. Also, they don't want to look fake. You know, but they don't want to cause any trauma. But if they sense something after the guy has left, they will, and they will, they will call you and say, you. you know, I saw something. I don't like this thing and but still it's your decision you so they're decide. not gonna get on your case too much mm. about yeah, it like same. compared to your yeah. culture so yeah. i mean in mine is either they don't get to the point but there might be for example some situations the the most typical situation with big brothers mm. at least is that uh, there is a moment of teasing like mm, hey what are you up to yeah. Yeah. like yeah. making a yeah. bit of yeah. Yeah. but in the end it's your decision and of course that you have the last decision same as yeah ah oh, that's interesting <laughs> yeah. uh, i want to round up with this uh, mm-hmm. because of our time and all that um being in the gaming world Suze, what would your advice be for young girls especially foreign girls i don't know what's the climate here with how many uh, young girls are into gaming or oh, a lot a lot right yeah uh, are they are they have you seen any or many immigrant background kids uh well i think that the gaming community is quite international okay that's great so mm. for example actually when playing online mm. i think that in many cases we are all talking english so it's a very neutral space but okay. then you get to know that there is for example there's a nigerian player in mm. your team and maybe you hear it in the microphone and you're like ah so you were from nigeria from or yeah. you were from china or uh. you were so many cases it's kind of neutral of course there is very nasty people on the internet yeah, yeah, that's, so, that's always normal <laughs> but it's always about you choose your community in the internet is very it's a place where um there is lots of freedom mm. so you can you have to be smart about what you choose yeah. but it's also a place in gaming mm. actually it's a place where everybody can come together and realize mm. that there is a common background and yes. that we can just play together and don't mm. even think about the background yeah, of yeah, somebody yeah just have fun together and that's yes. it yeah and yeah. even share things from yeah. other places yes yeah. yes that's 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 really nice to hear because I always think that you know when it comes to like the gaming world or of course I haven't I've I've had a PlayStation 10 years ago I don't, <laughs> I don't know what's happening in the gaming world but it's nice to know that it's more international because I always I'm always uh, concerned about like the immigrant immigrant background that kids here the mm-hmm. things that they you know that they they like or the things mm-hmm. that they go into because most times when they come uh, people are still, they still have that African kind of mentality. Mm. Oh, you can't play football with the boys. Mm. Oh, don't. This is boys thing. This is, so. Mm. Well, video games, it's getting better. Okay. But video games wa- was very like boyish Boy, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually the reason and why I asked it's that still question. Taking, it's still taking lots of action from girls being mm. strong there and guys being supportive with the girls. Okay, that's mm. great. Because there is still lots of people that are like still a bit, yeah. very disrespectful and very like the guys yeah 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 macho and all that yes Mm. but i think it's changing because girls are still being there so Mm. if there is some girls just come to play games with us and find find nice people but run away from the toxic people yeah because that's very dangerous great advice run away from those toxic people (laughs) uh speaking about your recording artist i've Mm -hmm. seen you've you've touched a lot of people i i know you personally so i'm speaking from a personal uh place um your your some of your music actually went you've gone viral a million times especially in africa in fact i i don't know if you remember when you were going to texas 
Oh, yeah. I told you that my mom wanted to meet you. Do you remember that? Yeah. Because she saw a video, one of your videos went viral, and she was like, I, I, they posted it on one of the family groups, and she's like, look at a you know, Finnish girl singing in the local dialect. She was like, I was like she goes to our churches. So it was interesting. But uh, I just wanted to ask you, mm-hmm. what would be your advice you know, for like young girls who are chasing their dreams, especially if the dreams are not the kind of dreams that are valid where you're from? For example, yeah, it's a very few. I, I don't think I know any gospel artists was a fan. Maybe they they might mm, be, there but is. very few. Yeah. But what would be your advice for 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 young girls like that, whether immigrant immigrant backgrounded, whether for local Finnish girls? Mm. What would you say uh, to a younger you? I would say that you know, believe in yourself. Mm, number one. Um. You know, there is this common expression that they say the lion doesn't care about the opinions of the sheep. Mm. And when I first heard that expression, it really hit me hard mm. because we always care too much of yeah, what people say. That's true. And the thing is that most times it's only you that sees the bigger picture of your purpose and mm. your dreams. Mm. So if you allow some people from the outside to come and tell you some negative things or when they don't understand and they come and say some mm. things that don't really yeah. make sense, it's just going to confuse you mm. and it's going to cause self-doubt and all of that. True. Because... So many times I've been in situations where it's only me and God that believes in me mm. and like on my purpose and my mm. dream. And when you're alone, you really see like the, uh, what's the word? Like, is it the essence of, yeah, or the, yeah, you know, the, the essence. essence of the dream and the purpose? Like, man, like, even though nobody will support me, like, I'm going to do this because mm. I can see this thing clearly, like what it's going to yeah, be. Yeah. And, and I can see the purpose and the power in it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, when you believe in yourself, it's actually going to attract people mm. because they're like, man, like this person is different. Yeah, like, yeah. like maybe nobody else is doing that thing. Nobody else is following that dream or mm. that purpose. Mm. But man, that girl, like, or that guy, you know, they're really trying hard. Yes, yes. And it actually gives confidence for other people. Mm. And, you know, once you get to the mountaintop and you shine like a star, then people are like, wow, I'm going to do, yeah. <laughs> do the same thing. I'm going to do the same thing. It becomes a success like, story. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So That's you true. really have to believe in yourself and just keep pushing it mm. because if you give up all those years all the all time the it would just wasted. be in vain but when you get to the mountains of that is when you see everything clearly because you know sometimes when we get into some hardships and mm. struggles and mm. challenges we take it as a defeat we yes, take it as yeah. like oh i'm weak i can't do these things true, like that true. but that actually you know helps you to become the person you're supposed to be it's going to mm. give you wisdom you're going to learn from it true. and you can also help other people yes, that are in the same situation this, yeah, yeah. so every Everything, it's for a reason. Yeah. Wow. Uh, that would be it for for today. You both said a lot of interesting things that I actually personally learned uh, a lot of lessons from today is that uh, what you said, Suze, is really, really important. The world is not the way you see it. A lot of times we, we, we might be engulfed in our own opinions, our own ideologies, our own views of life, but the world is not the way you see it. And on that note, I want to say thank you so much, Rebecca, for coming on the show. Yeah, Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank Suze. You. And this will not be... In fact, um, I'm saying on air so that everybody can hear. I have to have both of you back again for a different <laughs> conversation. Yeah. For a different conversation. Totally different from this because I, you know, I've been uh, talking about some things with, with Rebecca on the on the law. So I think it'll be nice for us to like come and, and sit and talk about those things in the near future. Yeah. So thanks so much, ladies, for coming. Thank EJ's you. EJ's podcast. You. We are out. <laughs> <laughs>